This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. You're listening to Talk About Gay Sex Podcast, the weekly podcast that dissects all topics related to gay sexuality with host Steve Rodriguez and his co-hosts Jeremy Ross Lopez and Steve Carpenter. Be sure and visit us at tagspodcast.com. That's T-A-G-S podcast.com, where you can check out our blog, contact us, and subscribe to get updates and more. Now let's get into some gay talk with host Steve Rodriguez. Hey there, this is your host, Steve Rodriguez of Talk About Gay Sex Podcast, letting you know that we will be live tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time or 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex. So please join us live and you can post all your questions. We invite you to comment on all of the conversations. We have special guest Zachary Zane, who's going to be talking about bisexuality and polyamory, and we're going to really get into it. But if you happen to be in New York City, please join us live at Rebar in Chelsea. It is in the heart of it on 19th Street between 7th and 8th Avenue, and come for our pre-party at 7 p.m., and once again, we go live at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. We look forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And get into, let's get into today's topic. Today is actually a rebroadcast of a show that occurred last August. And it had to do with a play. The inspiration came from a play, Afterglow. And the play continues to carry on after... I just love these, uh, this play because it's a first-time writer-director, Asher Gelman, who um, wrote, wrote and directed this play, and it keeps getting extended. I couldn't be more happy for him. It's a provocative, uh, sexually charged play uh, that deals with open relationships, and it continues here in New York City. So definitely, if you haven't seen it, go see it. If you have seen it, they have... Um, they have some new actors in it. Uh, they will be a part of the AIDS Walk New York. Uh, they have a team. And I love when you go to their website, it says the climax is just the beginning. So it's very cool. You can also go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash talk about gay sex, where you can see my interview with Asher Gelman on there and subscribe to us there. Also, go to tagspodcast.com and subscribe to us there because you'll get show notes and all of uh, pictures and fun information and keep up with us here at Talk About Gay Sex. This was a very fun episode for me to put together because it included two of my very dearest best friends, George and Scott, who are married and they, uh, I just love them so much and they agreed to, uh, well, they actually had seen the play and uh, decided that they would also be on the show to talk about not only the play, but their, their relationship as a married couple and how they feel about open relationships. And it was very insightful. And I, I couldn't have been more happy for their free-flowing conversation and honesty that really, I think, was um, key to having us look at um, at least you know a slice of open relationships in our gay sexuality. 
What's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I am your host, Steve Rodriguez. Well, in the current off-Broadway play, Afterglow, playing at the Davenport Theater, written by S. Asher Gelman, the audience gets to be flies on a wall of a very hot and steamy threesome in the center of the stage, complete with moaning and lines like, I'm coming. The sheer curtains drop, revealing three naked, attractive guys intertwined in an afterglow of hot sex. We soon learn that two of the gents, Josh and Alex, are married and have invited Darius into their bedroom for some hot fun. Both Josh and Alex are hot for Darius, but it's Josh who wants to spend more time with Darius alone. Alex confesses that Josh is needy and follows him around like a puppy dog, and that he really doesn't have enough time to be with Josh all day long due to all of his current research work. Darius hasn't had much luck in the dating scene, longs for a relationship, but can't seem to find one, especially due to his line of work as a masseur. Darius makes great claims about how hard it is to find and hold on to a relationship, especially when there is always something better lurking around the corner on the latest app. When Alex agrees to allow Josh to spend some time with Darius, it opens up the concept and question of an open relationship. What ensues is a whole lot of drama, revealed insecurities, and ultimately, a commentary on relationships, monogamy, and the various and changing rules of an open relationship. And that is today's topic of Talk About Gay Sex, Open Relationships. I'm joined by my co-host, my fabulous one, Steve Carpenter. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. You and I just saw um, Afterglow uh, this past Thursday. Off-Broadway. Yes, we did. Off-Broadway. Off-Broadway. Exactly. Exactly. We have our opinions, but our special guests today also saw it. They are my dear friends. I love them. They're a married couple. They are going to play right into today's topic of open relationships. Uh, please welcome George and Scott. How are you both doing? Good. We're Hello. good. Hey, thanks. Good. Thanks for joining the show. Well, thank you for having us. Absolutely. So what's great is uh, the four of us actually all just saw the show, and I'm dying to know what we all thought. Carpenter, you and I um, <laughs> went to Joan, uh, Joan Allen's right afterwards. And Joe Allen's. Joe Allen's. And we're <laughs> dice. You're, Joan, you're Joan Allen. on Joan. I, I know. Jo- I am. I am. After no, that. Trog. No. <laughs> no, Trog. No. Trog. Um, yes, exactly. At Joe Allen's. And um, although we like, there's so much we liked. We love the staging, um, the creative use of that. We mm-hmm. really liked, you know, we thought they were attractive. I loved how they really brought open this topic of open relationships. Mm-hmm. But we ultimately thought... Th- you know, we don't want to give too much away. I just think there wasn't a strong viewpoint of of open relationships in the end. I mean, I don't know. What did you guys think, though? I, I would tend to disagree. As a as someone who's who's in a relationship, it um, it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I'll be honest. Really? Uh, you know, about the possibilities of what can happen if you take your, your relationship and open it to that degree. You know, mm-hmm. that's always that's always one of the fears that you know someone could get so much more attractive to that. To the, to the third person. Right. Know, and and one of the things I didn't mention in my <laughs> opening of uh, the show here is that this couple is um, having a baby. They're, they're going to have it. They're married. They've clearly been together for a while, and they're going to have a baby. And with so a that, surrogate. With, with a surrogate. surrogate. Right, yeah. And that, of course, heightens, for, for a play, wouldn't you agree, Carpenter, that always heightens the... The drama and the storyline, yeah, but you know, it also, it you know, the the play, the 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 play on the relationship, I should say, is 
um, that you know having a child together is something that brings people closer together. So it's a really, from the perspective of the audience, it's a very, very tight-knit couple. So to see that they have an open relationship is, is refreshing, I thought, in that sense. Uh, and, but then it progresses, and we'll talk about that. But Yeah, I mean, you know what, uh, so my viewpoint was that, you know, I, I, I guess is what I sort of walked into the show. What I expected to walk into the show was about a couple who meets a third and opens their home to a third. Like a thruple. Yes. yes. That's, That's what I expected out of the show. Yeah. What I got out of it? Not that. Right. Right. Yes. Right. And, and, and that's kind of, Steve and I had had that, that discussion after the show um, about, you know, that's, well, I mean, that's yeah. where I had yeah. wanted yeah. it to see it yeah. go. Yeah, um, and I know, and I realize so, you know, and to we see all, the trials and tribulations of of two of a couple having a third person in, right. and what pitfalls they—that's what I was expecting out of the show. But what I got was going, oh, it's an affair. But see, well, also what I wanted to see. Oh, I that's to a good point. Affair. Wait, did you just hear what he yeah. said? Yeah. He yeah. said it was an affair, and, that's and, what basically and, it was. and so yeah. open but, relationships. And I'm not even sure, to be honest, um, if anywhere in the playbill or yeah. or anything that we read. Yeah. Ever or we did we somehow make that up that we thought it was going to be about open relationships or no it's it's the uh, the tagline for the show basically that talks about what the show is just that little brief thing that talks about what the show is yeah you yeah. know well, I, and the, I, I was expecting to see you know a couple yeah. that's very involved with each other and very tight and then they find this other one and that you know one of them likes him a lot and the other one is not so sure but then the whole thing about compromise in a relationship that's kind of what I was expecting same here same and I was expecting, we expecting kind of so. that okay so <laughs> sometimes you have to do things you don't want necessarily but you can learn to adjust to but them but that was part of the, so, that was part of the show too Without giving too much away right, uh, about yeah, right. the show, right. that there is uh, the one guy did have to have to compromise and had a hard, very hard time with it, and ultimately right. but here's created other, quite a few problems. Here's the other thing, though: it's that you know at the beginning they're intertwined. It's the three of them. They're um, clearly at the beginning. The the third party, Darius. Um, is getting the interest of both of them. Yes. And, and of course, you look at the cover art, and they're intertwined. And, and so, and there's, you know, this isn't giving really anything away. There's definite scenes of the other one, Alex, um, you know, having his moment with Yeah, they Darius. both pursued And Darius. so it's not that it's, you know... I'm sorry, so, uh, Josh, sorry. Josh. They both, they both actively, you know, sort of pursued Josh. Um, I mean, uh, Darius, Darius, Darius. Darius, right, right, right. I know right. it's hard to get these names yeah, straight, but yeah. Um, <laughs> they do definitely, so it's not like, you know, one of the characters just went off and found somebody yeah. and is having this, you know, torrid affair, or, and yeah, the I other agree. one finds out. It's, it's complicated because they both kind of enter it, and they both are attracted. And this person actually likes both of them. It's just that one of them takes it a step further. Emotions right? got involved. And, exactly. but, and again, I don't think it's giving too much weight, and gets the permission from his husband to pursue it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say in my opening, it's that the, the other one that doesn't pursue it, that allows the other one to pursue it, um, is busy with work mm-hmm. and doesn't have a lot of time. And, 
And so he sort of allows it. So it's well, it he, all, and he actually tells the third one at one point, "Oh, please, you know, it's it, you know, you, you're, it's a relief because he's very needy, and you know, and yes, I love him to death, but I've got so much on my plate. So, you know, if somebody else can take some of that need off of my hands, is kind of the the gist of the story, anyway. Yeah, but, but I mean, that, that's I I think without again giving too much away, I think that that character, unfortunately, Eva was playing a little naive. Yeah. Okay, Um, uh, you know, I I had a definite opinion who to sort of because we had this conversation. We went to go see it with with another another couple. We saw another long-term couple. Long-term couple. We actually had this discussion. Yes, Yes. and I mean, this couple has been around. I mean, they've been together for lots more years than Scott and I have been, and um, and they're slightly younger than we are. So they've met when they were earlier in life, and you know, we each talked about who somewhat to sort of sort of blame, and you know, you know, blame is. all the way around. Listen, right. when you look at all the characters, they were all culpable. Each played. They were. They were all absolutely. Fun. And that's the that's yeah. one of the positives I think about this playwright and the play is that you know he. I don't think you can no. say that there's one. No, no there is person not at all. all of this. Yeah. I don't feel. Yeah. Um, because if you look at each and one of them, they came from a different perspective, and that that was kind of cool. But what did um, ultimately your your friends think of it in general? Oh, they, we we all we all did enjoy it. I think we, I think we maybe were slightly disturbed when we walked away a little yeah. bit. I mean, yeah. I, I you know the the the, the thing to me um, to the core, and this is how sort of I sort of view about open relationships is that I thought that one character had taken it too far. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And there should have been a self check because I thought that the character was acting as if they were a child and they got free reigns to do everything. Which is, you know what, in the adult world, you never, in any kind of relationship, you never get a free reign to do anything. You can't just kill somebody. You can't just sort of, you know, uh, listen, we're not... Well, and the other one's a little too passive-aggressive. Yes, I agree, I agree. But um, but you know what was good about it is that it really, I mean, clearly you went off and had a discussion about it. It causes people to talk. Yeah, Yeah, and so for that, I I, I recommend it. That's um, what art should do. Yeah, art should do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yes. Overall, I enjoyed it. I mean, Steve and I have had our own opinions yeah. on different things. I mean, I worked in theater for twenty years, so I have, of course, I have ten thousand opinions. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but, Steve but overall, it's a you know, it's a fun piece. Yeah, it's I recommend it. It's playing through August. It's called Afterglow, um, but it is the subject of today's episode: open relationships. And we had you guys here, of course, because. Um, I see you looking Nobody's over at my notes. Open than you. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing, though. Don't go that quite that here's far. the thing. I mean, call it open relationships, no. call it uh, monogamy, or, or you know, but it's not a new concept. I mean, if you no. look at the, um, you know, I was in Mexico a couple years ago, and we were at Frida Kahlo's house, and Diego Rivera and Frida both had outside secret relationships mm-hmm. and then came together and then they were always the face of the people of Mexico and and then you look at the ancient Greeks and Romans and certainly they were yeah. as well um, and so it's it's not like I think it's like a new thing I think maybe in the last in our current centuries here it's well, become monogamy there, and, there, there's one thing I, that I do want to sort of focus on um, whatever two couples agree Right. It's not a secret with them. Correct. So you don't know what Frida had agreed with 
with Diego. Well, right. You don't know. You don't know. It could be something that they shared between them, and True. that was fine. But it was secret to everyone on the outside world. Right. Maybe that's how it's perceived. Right. But whatever two couple, whatever two people agree, right, is private and intimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what to everyone else on the outside, oh my goodness, look, he's he's playing around. Well, how do you know? That his partner is not saying to him, right. or his husband's not saying, "Well, we've agreed to do this, and we either agree to share or not share this." Mm-hmm. As long as you right. don't bring it home, then what's, based on your yeah. rules, yeah. perhaps yeah. Yeah. And we'll get so, into yeah. different rules. Um, but like I was saying, I mean, I don't think any of it's new. I mean, you guys have been married, and I went to the, the wedding. But how long have you guys been married? Five years. Five years, Five years and been together thirteen. Yeah. 13. And 13. Um, where did you guys meet? I've, maybe well, you guys we, can share we, that story. We, we, um, it was uh, Christmas time 2014, uh, Lower East Side. We met at a. Um, 2004. Two, I'm sorry, tw- 2004, sorry. Um, Uh-oh. You're going to be clocked. We met, we met at the Old Cock on Avenue A and 12th uh, Street. The original cock. I wish I could have been to that original one. On a one. snowy Sunday night. And the rest is history. We've yeah. talked every day since that night. We said so we met. can truly find love at the cock. Yes. <laughs> so, and it's fair to say, for those that don't know, we've certainly talked about it on the show, but the cock is a, um, and continues to remain, even though it's evolved into different locations and locales and, and such, but it's a place that, you know, it's not a lounge and, and you, you know, you're not, not listening to drag queens, you know, do Britney covers. True. You're, you're basically, um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a sexually <laughs> inspired, inspired, yes, established place. Yeah. Yes. And I think it always has been since it's, yeah. since it's, the early well, days I mean, the, hello, the name. Come yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And right. And listen, it survived Giuliani. I mean, like, that's a feat in itself. It has. Exactly. And that's a whole other story yeah. on surviving those. Yeah. But we um, won't go there. So it's interesting. So it, I guess my first question to you guys would be and to explore is, you know, when you meet somebody in that kind of place, um, which I love, um, and then you decide to date and ultimately marry, um, was it easier to come up with? And I'm not even assuming, I'm, we'll get into what you're open, what you guys define your married relationship like. But the question being is, is it a little bit easier when you meet somebody in that type of place to bring up the concept of open I, th- I think it is. And then I think the, the, the we, we went home together that night. And then the very next night, we actually got together and we had what we kind of really consider our first date. We sat and we talked for hours. And so we're talking the coffee and the We actually the ordered Chinese food. Oh, we oh, ordered oh. Chinese food back in my very apartment. Very romantic meal at the apartment. Yes. Nice. And, and I said, said to him, you know, you know what, what are you looking for? He was living on the West Coast. I was living in New York. And, we wanted, and I said, I know, I'm looking for somebody that if I happen to make out with somebody, you're not going to get all upset and dump me. Oh, and that was I, one of the... I said that that evening. Wow. And what was your response, George? Uh, um, well, you know what? I, I, well, my response was open only because I thought that Scott and I were on the same page. You know, my perspective was... At least sexually. At least, well... <laughs> you'd only met one night. Yeah, yeah, only yeah we only night. met one this night. It hasn't been 24 hours. But, but something that we did discuss very early on, I mean, it wasn't maybe initially after uh, we had met, uh, but it definitely was very early stages of us just literally talking to each other, even when I was back on the West Coast, was this, this, this notion um, both Scott and I had met later in life. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
You've both, both Scott been and around I, the block. Yes. You've been in a relationship. Oh, we had been in a relationship before. I know from my perspective, I had already been in a seven, eight year relationship. I know what it felt like to cheat on a perspective. Mm. And I knew that I didn't want that. I don't want this notion that, oh, okay, now we're together and, oh, I, I have to, like, okay, I stop. And if, oh, God forbid, if, if oh my God. Like, turn I, off, I, I like, know. delete all the apps. Yes. You hear these people, yes. like, yeah, right. And then you know, all of a sudden we're, well, this was pre app. This was pre app. This is pre app. But still, I mean, you get it's the, the same thing. You know, right. I mean, and I just, I didn't want that. And what I sort of discussed with Scott was that I said, you know, I wanted us to be realistic. I'm in LA, he's in New York. And you know how easy it is for me to say, let me kiss you goodnight at 9 o'clock at night, which is midnight his time, and still go out. Not saying I did, yeah. but I'm saying, well, come on, let's just be honest about this. Mm-hmm. Rather than pretend, oh, exactly. hey, good night, right. bye-bye. No. I'm and, going and right I'm, to bed. Yeah, right to bed. And not the same Someone thing for else Scott. Someone else's bed. But, because right. he knows he's much more of a night owl than I am. He could easily go out at midnight. Right. Do you remember Ask Wednesdays? Okay, you know, come on. So I'm assuming then, that, um, based on the fact that you said cheating um, yeah. with one of your last relationships, uh, that you guys in that relationship you were monogamous yes but cheating occurred, occurred. and that and was, it was very that... hurtful and very painful and I just I never really wanted that for me I really just I just you know what the, why live through that expectation right and if you can't accept me for me and that's one of the things that I will say that my husband does accept me is me for me and accept me that way then you know, I really am not in the right relationship. Right. What about you, though? I mean, you have been in relationships. You've told me before, Scott. It was the same thing. You know, um, I, was in a, I was in a long-term eight-year eight relationship, and, and, the, and the last three years of that was, was not... Good. It was, yeah, it was not a good relationship. And I started to stray. You know, I would go out. He was very much a homebody. But what was the agreement that you guys maybe had? Was it... Um, I, I believed it was that we were monogamous. Yeah. And um, I have since found out years down the road that he was doing things behind my back. Got That's it, a whole other story. But, but yeah. I, I guess but, the but, question but, but, to Steve, uh, Steve's question is, did you guys agree to be monogamous? And did you both perceive that you were, even though you both were playing around? I don't think, I don't think there was ever in a word said that... Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. It was an assumption that you were monogamous. It was, it was, it was yeah. an assumption. And, mm-hmm. and similar yeah. to George... I was guilt racked, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. it, and and that was not fun. That, right, that was right. not fun. That's, I mean, I can attest to that. Where I've been in one of my relationships, where I was always like looking, seeing if he was cheating, or looking for reasons to catch it, you know, this mm-hmm. person. Oh, yeah, and it just like uh, it'll make you crazy. It'll yeah. make you crazy. It'll it's a crazy, huge right. weight on your shoulder yeah. unnecessarily, and. You, you, you know, that becomes a job, and it's And so, that becomes the focus of the relationship, then, instead yeah. of the it's two bad people. energy. Yeah. Just bad it's energy. Just bad yeah. energy. Yeah. Yes. Right. And, you know, you know, and, but um, you guys I, really hit the nail on the head. You're talking about honesty between each other, who I am, what I do, what I like, and the other one's saying, okay, that's who you are, right. you know. There's an honesty and an exchange of things between you two, and yes, sometimes you may not like what the other person says, but you're saying it. You're laying it on the table. This is what I'm doing. This is what's going on. So there's no trust issue. You know, there's no, there's no lack of trust issue is and, what and, I should and, say. And you know what? Looping it back to the show, right. remember, one of the characters says, I trust him. 
And when right. that trust is lot, broken, yeah. when that and that's the theme about this. When the trust is broken, right. it is that becomes problem. So whatever one character had done with someone else, it was okay as long as I trusted them. The minute that emotions came into play, the trust was gone. Right. But here's where it gets complicated, and this is where I want to get more involved in, is that whenever you have an open relationship or you're exploring that, there are rules or discussions or mm-hmm. what have you, and those rules can evolve, they can change, they can, you know, and I think different with and, every in this couple, particular yeah. play we're talking about, they... It sounded like the rules were they can play together, and although I think you, one of their rules was no staying overnight. Yes, right. Yes. Yeah, no overnights. No, no overnights. Right. But there was no. Um, it evolved a little bit because then he allowed one of the characters allows the other one to explore and spend time alone, mm-hmm. and it sounded like the character of Alex like evolves within in front of our eyes he, to change it. Right? He does. He does. He he does evolve a little bit, but I think he evolves to a point where he realizes where he doesn't want to end up going. Right, right. So that brings me to like, because, you know, we've all heard friends and we'll get into your guys's and maybe Carpenter, you have some, but rules, they're, they're so different. I mean, sometimes it's like, let's play together. Only when I have a, um, two friends of mine that are married, that they play together and I've played with them and <laughs> I can attest to that. And, but they pretty much only in the time they got into trouble and they've since fixed it um, was when one of them was working actually it's interesting one of them is the breadwinner um and it was working 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 and the other one was at home and straight and the other one of course got became jealous and mad and it threatened their marriage but now they're back on the same page and they play together so but, quick question on, on that one yes did the one who was let's say had more free time did he ever discuss with his husband or partner who that he that hey I'm going to go ahead and do this and he says okay fine I'm I'm too big. sort of like bringing no, it I back think, to the story I think he be- I think he just became frustrated okay. with the lack of attention and so forth kind of like the play a little bit and then mm-hmm. on, and just sort of yeah. the other one caught the other one right. via computer whatever so you know, rather cheating, than having so. an honest communication exactly. hey honey you're really working a lot and I still have needs and what do you think about me sure. doing this right. and then just I will be at home, right. I promise. I'm not going to do anything unsafe. I'm, I'm not going to do anything stupid. I'm, you know, what do you think? At least rather than having that communication, right. which mm-hmm. should have occurred before that. And I'm finding occurred. communication. But when you're dealing with emotions and sex and sex two and men, relationship, yeah. all those rules and communications sometimes get a little, you know, and like I said before, rules evolve and, and change. So, And men are worse than women in the sense of cheating. I really have to, you know, from... From the gay men I've known, the lesbians I've known, the straight people I've known, someone cheats on a man and they're like, how could you do this? Whereas if you have that discussion, and again, too, that discussion can be very sensitive because the men can take it personally of, you know, oh my God, I'm not performing well enough. But I also think as men, aren't we more like, (laughs) we're... We're dogs. I mean, we we love sex. Oh, absolutely, we're, can be. We can have be. a wandering eye. We, yeah. um, you know, monogamy and all. The, you know, we it's in our it's in our human makeup to, you know, look for the next target. And, and I mean, right. yeah. 
I mean, I, in my opinion, it's biology. When you look at how many eggs yeah. a, woman, a woman produces and how many sperm a man produces, clearly, you know, I think by nature you're supposed to spread it around. <laughs> but, yeah. But, but you know what? I, I don't want to overgeneralize <laughs> yes, the male population. No, no, not you. There are a segment of men, just as there are a segment of women, who just... Uh, would be who are totally just uh, oh my goodness I found my life mate oh, and I that's agree. it yes. there are definitely yes. segments I of agree. each sex it's a yes. spectrum I agree yeah. Yeah. you agree yeah. Yeah. O- open relationships is a wide range of it is what d- defining a wide, an open relationship mm-hmm. it, you know one couple can mean maybe having a stray eye to another another couple can mean you know, going out and fucking every other weekend with right. another guy. There's such a wide range yes. of what to well, find back in an open relationship. Right, and back to those rules, like, you know, it's communication, but there's some that, you know, like we just discussed, they only play together, like the play, like my mm-hmm. friends. Then there's those that, you know, um, you know, they I don't ask, don't tell type theory where, you know, it's you do what you want outside of it. I don't want to know about it. I have um, another dear friend of mine that's married and has, they have boyfriends at different times. They have had Mm -hmm. boyfriends outside of their marriage, Mm -hmm. but the marriage is still sacred. And I mean the word boyfriend. Not not a throuple, but each of them had it. Right. And the other one knows about that. And, or then I've heard of other couples where it's almost hot and sexy for them to play outside and come back and share the the hot see, oh, yeah. steamy stories yeah. that they had and that somehow fulfills the actual yeah. couple so getting back to those rules there's so many very different ways on how people approach it i'm just curious on you know you two how do you um approach it um within your married life silence and scott and i and crickets <laughs> cue the crickets i think george and i basically have a, a don't ask don't tell relationship okay got it there are certain things <gasps> we uh-oh there are a few things we do enjoy doing together got it have have we have we had a three-way together yes <gasps> uh. <laughs> um one of the things that we like we actually like to do is when we travel out of town we like to go to a place you know um I won't quite call it a sex club or whatever, but... A we cruisy like, area, cru- or a cruisy bar. A cruisy bar, and we, we enjoy going together, and, you know, he goes his way, I go my way, we meet up, how you doing tonight? With, you know, um, you know, <laughs> that is actually cool. Finding, yeah, finding anything you like tonight. Yeah. And There's that place in Berlin that we, both, we all know about. Oh, um, yes. Called, oh, my gosh, what's it called? Laboratory. 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 And that place, you could, you know, it's in some places, like at the we, current we, cock. I didn't if you see, say split I up, jo- it's like... Where are you George splitting up hours. to? It's like to <laughs> yeah. the other side of the bar? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but in places like this place in Berlin, yes. um, and we're going to do a show on, you know, gay sex spots around the world, but laboratory would definitely be on top of my list, but it's huge, right? And It, it, it is. And it's, you it could is. literally place. split up. Yeah. We didn't see each other for hours. We actually were there with, with another couple, another couple. Yeah. that we were friends with, and we all said, we all had a beer then we went our separate separate ways and we said okay let's meet back in an hour and a half here mm-hmm. at the bar now did that other couple have the same sort of rules too like we're um, going to split up as well or I, I don't think so I don't think so I think they generally hung out together, together uh, during played that. together if they yeah. even yeah, played yeah, 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 yeah. or yeah I, I believe they did. I think they did. I okay. think they did. Got it. But I don't want to reveal too much. No, no. Yeah. 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 And we're not we're saying not their names. We're not pointing fingers. No. Right. No. 
Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so you, that's how you define it. Now, do you guys ever find it interesting or feel a need to report back like, oh, hey, you know, I wanted to share with you? Or is it really, you guys don't really want to hear all those needs? It's not that I, we don't want to. We just don't. We just don't. Yeah, and then we But could we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we could. And I, yeah. yeah, we could, I, but now, yeah, we don't. I mean, I've been with you guys at your house um, in the Hamptons, and you'll both freely will be on the apps, and, and you're very open about that kind of thing. Yeah. But not, maybe not there, but... Not, like, not, not Yeah, that's right, because I brought Eastern. that up the other day. I was yeah. in the Hamptons, yeah. and turned. I said, whoa, maybe I should just turn on my, you know, see who's yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they were in Sag Harbor, and I was in you know East Hampton, it's about six miles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we love to try to catch our neighbors. Oh, I know him. Oh, I know him. <laughs> yeah, I talked about it all on my last show, and we'll just a quick um, divert. Um, you know, with all the people, you guys have a house in East Hampton. We know that whole gay scene. It's you guys. You know. Are always going from party to party, it's a and, very formal scene. and it's a very yeah. formal scene. Yes. Do do these gays talk freely and openly about sex, and like maybe your city friends do, or do you find that there's keeping up sort of the you know appearances type thing? I'm just curious. I think it's all underground out there. Really? If it does exist, I think it is very, very underground. underground. I mean, listen. Really? I mean, to be honest, I mean, I, it's I a very think structured environment. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. And, and to the couples that we have met and we have talked to, you know, people may allude to things. Oh yes, you know, we invited this hot boy for the weekend, and he was in our hot tub. But that doesn't necessarily insinuate that anything happened. It's just more of a innuendo it's in an assertion that yes we you know we we had this hot boy for the weekend and going well that doesn't necessarily mean you did anything it just means you just implied you did something but they would never obviously do anything do you think it's because they it's such a tight-knit community and people are worried that people are going to talk and this might ruin their very much so Hmm, so. interesting again that's like a lot of work right sometimes yeah just i mean i know you guys are not like that a lot. Maybe you are with them, but like I don't find you guys are that way at all. And yeah, I guess when we're out there, we're I want to say we live a double life. I don't think no, that's no, that's, no, that's, no, that's, no, that's we do that's, not that's, we that's do not, not the yeah, right way to, right to say it. You're just yeah. quiet and protective of yourselves out there. As I'm it, guessing, yeah, exactly. I think yeah. that's a nice way of putting it. You know, it's, it's um, I, uh, I'm no not sure if you guys have heard exactly. this analogy before. Um, you don't air your dirty laundry. Right, okay. mm-hmm. and and that's that's the adage. But if you it's hot laundry, though, I mean, you know what? You know? It's still dirty. <laughs> it's still dirty. It really is still dirty. Okay, you know, D- dirty hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. I like dirty. Well, I want to come back and talk. I want to dive a little bit more into um, these rules, um, but I want to take a quick break, and we will come right back. Hey, Steve, when was the last time you were out and you really wanted to go home with that guy, but you realized you weren't prepared? And you know what I mean by prepared. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, actually, last Saturday. I, that's right. <laughs> I think you told me that. Last Saturday, it was like, you know, this very hot man, and he, he wanted he wanted to fool around in a way that I wasn't prepared to fool around with. And, of course, I didn't have anything with me to... Well, thanks to our buddies over at Fort Trop, there's a new quickie fix to that, Carpenter. It's called the Bottle Blaster. It attaches to any water bottle mm-hmm. or Coke can. It comes with two different size nozzles, depending on the water bottle. It fits most of them. You That's simply good. get that water bottle, attach it to one of these 
the nozzle onto that, and mm-hmm. it comes with a silicon tube. And so you run off to the bathroom, cleanse away as many times as you need to, put it back in its own sanitary kit, and you are going home with that boy. You could have gone home last week, Carpenter. Oh, sure, but I didn't have it. Of course, you know, I would probably accidentally put it on you know, a carbonated beverage or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. Be <laughs> which, sure which might work a little differently. <laughs> exactly. Make sure you put water in that. Yes. So be sure and go to talkaboutgaysex.com and look for the link for Trough and order the bottle blaster. It's Talk About Gay Sex and click on Fort Trough. That was a great ad, Steve. Thank you very much. And getting back into <laughs> you're so funny, Carver. Getting back <laughs> into this uh, open relationships. Um, you know, we talk about rules, and I know offline right now, George, you were talking about um, you, when someone sort of breaks the rules. And but I think one of the key things is that rules can change, and they changed in this play. And and they evolve at times, mm-hmm. and and but communication has to communication, follow. Communication, communication, yeah, is so, so important. Just just whatever it takes to not lose the trust. Right, right. But, I agree. You know, yeah. Have you guys noticed in in your marriage and relationship in general that um, you maybe had to reformulate um, because? You know, it's all easy to say that, you know, well, as long as you communicate and just, and this is the rules, you can't break the rules. But we're not talking about a job that, you know, if you break the rules, you get fired. It's like, it's human emotions and it's mm-hmm. two men and it's a marriage and, you know. You, you know, I, I, I think you can get disappointed in people, I, but I think that that, um, the degree on how you get disappointed is the degree on what actually really bothers you. Mm-hmm. And what your expectations yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. If, if you have ongoing expectations of one and you fail to communicate that your expectations are not being met, then it's on you. Yeah. Um, that doesn't negate, does not negate, in my opinion, what had occurred. Right. But it just is a factor to sort of consider. So if, you know, using this play as an example, if I were Alex and Scott was Josh and Ed was uh, a so third character in there and there had been a situation that occurred very similarly, I would blame Scott primarily for doing the one thing that I would never want him to do, which is to get emotions. If I were playing the Scott character, I have to understand what the big picture is. Right. Otherwise, I shouldn't play at all. Right, and for those that you know, right. don't know enough Good about idea. this Good. play, Good and getting back to what I was saying, how rules can evolve, they can change, just like anything you know, things change. And so in this play, it sounded like they had a set rules, like, you know, we can have fun together and blah, blah, blah. The character of Alex allows and changes, just like I'm talking about, the rules to allow his partner, Josh, to then spend time with this third person, Doris. He allowed it, and then problems ensue and, and drama unfolds. But... It did evolve. He and the other one, you're, the person you were going to play, agreed to it. So what happens when, when you know, when that you do allow something, and then you become, you realize you, you're jealous. Um, and, and going back to, there were plenty of times during the play when 
the character Alex could have communicated but did not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just threw a lot of tantrums. And yes. <laughs> yeah, it's communication, communication, communication. Exactly, exactly. We got we to just keep keep saying that over and over. Right, right. And and you guys agree. So, what are some of like the nitty gritty um, that you can share with our audience today on some of your well, rules? I, I, I might not talk about what our rules are because those are our those rules. Are, yeah, okay, rules okay. Us, but I you, think, you, you can't blame me for asking. No, good, good try, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> but I think some of the rules. Rules are no bringing someone back to your own bed, um, playing safe, um, no more than one one encounter. Yeah, uh, those are you know. I what do you mean three. by no more than one encounter? No you, fuck buddies. You you can't see somebody more than once. Yeah. Really? You can't be friends with them. Actually, that's really the the, the distinctions. Wait, you can't be friends with them. Can you have? Sex with somebody, and then, and it was just sex. You don't even care what you don't even know what they do for work. But then you can't have a repeat with that person, or can you? I'm, not, I'm saying there's those are some people's rules. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm just. So you're not saying I'm they're just your rules. Some, some, some rules are. Yeah. I'm not saying that's our rule, and I'm not saying it's not a rule. It. Got it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, silent man over there, Carpenter. Have you ever <laughs> dealt with any of these um, issues? Man. I'm anything but silent man. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, for me personally, I've been the guest star in a lot of relationships, yeah. and my problem is, you know, with all of this talk of open relationships, I'm trying to find one guy to like have just that. Re- I'm trying to have a date here. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, oh yeah, I'd love to go out with you. Let's, let's go out and play. Uh, my husband's out of town on Friday, and, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You know, so... Right. So, uh, but no, I've, I've, I've had relationships where, where things have not gone as planned. I mean, especially in your 20s and your early 20s when, totally. you know, you, 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 know you, you fall in love with love and everything's going to be hunky-dory and we're going to be happy for the rest of our lives with a white picket fence and a dog and, you know... Yeah, yeah. And, and see, and I do think age has sorry, yeah. uh, age has a lot to do with it, it because does. you're I right. Agree. In my twenties, I was so jealous, and I was always worried about that. Yeah. And then, then I got into something, you know, a few years back with somebody that really pushed and pushed to date me, and I finally just said okay. And then we opened it up immediately, immediately into an open relationship, and yeah. I think that should have been the downfall if like we just meet imme- we didn't even I said yeah let's just do the open relationship thing mm-hmm. I think because I felt pressured to even be in this relationship to begin with so it was like yeah let's just open right. this up right away I, th- I think there's something with with the uh, with with guys in their maybe 20s and 30s who are still are you know they, they come from a different generation different point of view they're looking for that as as we all are that ideal relationship and they think that that ideal relationship Means monogamy, one hundred percent. Right. No ifs, ands, or buts. And we've got we've got some friends who in, in their twenties, and the, the thought of anybody, quote unquote, cheating or straying mm-hmm. in any way is a deal breaker to them. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and almost it, judgmental, right? At times, almost. Yes. It, yeah, it could be almost. I mean, you know, the other thing that I will say, at least, um, I what I can say for my life. Because uh, we are men of a certain age, we grew up during, and you've talked about this. In, you sure, know, you know we grew up during a different time. I grew up, okay, in the heights of the AIDS crisis, where I was maturing as a gay man 
right at the time that the AIDS crisis hit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it scared me to death. Yeah, me too. So, and you're panicked immediately. Yeah. So where I just wanted to go from one monogamous relationship to another yep. and then found someone in my 20s that I could nurture all the way through into my 30s. And then in my 30s is when I started to say, open up sexually as far as what I wanted out of life because I had already spent eight years saying, okay, okay, I need to be monogamous, I need to do this, I need to do that. But more for safety and because of the epidemic versus... I agree. Yeah, so I agree with you, Mm -hmm. George, because I grew up in that same thing where you were panicked. um, And it was just, that definitely instilled my attitude early on of just find that one person and stick with them if you can. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't really address the issues... I think the jealousy thing might have something more to do with age because I feel like I was so much more jealous back when I was younger. And I don't know, is it as we get older, do we, does we lo- our, our life experiences differ, become more realistic? Right. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and I, I can say of the, all the people that I know that are in monogamous relationships, they both want it. Or yeah. they both, I'm sorry, non monogamous relationships, they both want an open relationship. Because they've been in monogamous relationships that failed because of somebody cheating. So it's like, why not just try to eliminate that factor yeah. as much as possible? Let's be realistic. Men like to sleep around, generally speaking. So just eliminate that. And the couples that I know that are in an open relationship are the longest relationships I've seen. Yeah, and you, know? you, you can't judge you can't judge or anybody who wants to no. be in a monogamous relationship. There's because nothing that's, wrong with it. No, not, nothing not at wrong all. And that's we're not saying that. No, at not all. at all. It's, it's, it has power. to be what works between the two people. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it comes down to the, the individual couple what yes. they want, what they need. I do think nowadays, if I was to you know again trying to even just get that one date, but <laughs> and I made you laugh the other day on how I went out with somebody that got nothing and. Four, almost $400 later on this person, and yes. it was like, yeah, nothing. But if I was to, and at later. some no, point, no, yeah, no. I'll tell you later. It's, um, you don't want to hear it. Yeah. When, if I were to enter a new like relationship, I think for me, just thinking about how I am now, it would have to be like play together type thing. Mm-hmm. That would work for me. I think because I... You know, you're always working through issues, and jealousy is a biggie in, in that world. And so, I think if I had the don't ask, don't tell for me personally, I would always be wondering, oh, what did he? Was he with somebody tonight? Who was he with? And and my mind would always go there. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Uh, what I will say, you know, just to sort of piggyback further on this, it's when you do enter into a relationship, there is a reason why you enter. It's not, listen. Guys, we, we can all be honest with each other. After the first after the first year, if you're lucky, the first two or three years, it does wane down. Between, Sex between, yes. yeah. Okay, yeah. it does. That's okay, right. any and, couple, straight, any, gay, yes, whatever. Yeah. I agree. And so the right. thing about it is, there has to be a solid foundation of what two people want together. Mm-hmm. Looping this back into the show, these two characters had a foundation that they thought that was imperceivable was this aspect that they wanted a child. What they what one of the characters And, and they both, still may want that. They still may want that, but the problem was that you miss the long term goal by just seeking out instant gratification today. Mm-hmm. And so if you understand what your long term goal, big picture guys, big picture, then 
you will be fine and how you and your partner can sort of navigate whatever comes across, whether it be financially, whether it be health-wise, or whether it be just pure, just monogamy or not. Yeah, you're right. And I think you have to think about these things. Going back to the play, I mean, I think that these two characters um, are, and I'm using air quotes, want that American perfect life in terms of... You know, and they think they're being cool and that they're having this, you know, they're playing together and they have this sort of open relationship. One's doing research and the other one's a playwright. And they're going to have that surrogate. And there's even a line in the play where, and it was was definitely directed at naysayers, I'm sure, of, I know, to all those that say, surrogates, why can't we just adopt? But we want our, you know, our... Gene pool to well, and they specifically mentioned it in the play. You know, we're, we're such fabulous people. We want to pass along our genes. Yes. Right, our, right. So. But to me, it was a little surfacey in that um, the minute something, you know, there, it seemed a little facade-like to me of this, like, perfect world that they were creating that wasn't, that wasn't Very perfect, deep. Yeah. and the minute like something which wasn't like, so perfect after yeah, all, right? Yeah, superficial at best. Yeah, and so. lacking in communication. I think um, I agree. Yeah, but but getting back to like rules and stuff like that. But things can happen besides jealousy. I mean, there's always things like uh, we talked about it in another show um, with our Stephen Gabriel Bosk mm-hmm. about like STDs, things that you can get outside of. That you really, I mean, from a practical standpoint, you really have to kind of be careful with this kind of stuff too, right? And, right. And that can, you know, bring a whole... I actually do know, and I think I told it on that episode, a, a couple that's married now, and one of them went out and became HIV positive and came back and was devastated. That's a lot to deal with. And but brought, And did he... He did. He infected his, his husband, and because he went out and caught something, mm-hmm. HIV, and to you know, but to their credit, they are still together. They were obviously during that was tumultuous. You can only imagine. Yeah. Um, and and I, the one I know that caught the virus is is the one that I'm really close with, and told me during that period how devastating it was to just go back to not only did i just cheat and i think it was not only did i cheat but i've been i've infected my my you can't my my lover my husband boyfriend whatever now it's been years and they're together and they're both healthy and and they worked through even that which to me is like wow i mean someone should write a play on that that's a testament that that is a testament solid foundation to begin with they did they did yeah and so but these are things like you know we just did a show on injectable prep and and but you can still get things like you know all the syphilis and gonorrhea and all yes. these kind of things. You have to be careful when you are out there, and and so I just think there are more things to communicate about and, and be safe about. I mean, mm-hmm. when you guys all agree, totally, yes. yeah. But I mean, what do you think about things like thruples? Because I think we all thought, well, we had an interpretation of the direction of this play, um, and we've. You know, I want to dive more into thruples in future shows because I know some. Um, I mean, what do you guys think of thruples? And I mean, isn't it hard enough just I can't find a date, seemingly, much less a boyfriend, I, and two people are hard enough? What do you all think? If it works for the, if it works for the couple to have yeah. a third. Yeah. Why, well, in why, case, why not? Why, in that why, case, why it not? has to work for all three. Yeah, of course, it yes. does. It, 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 has, it to has to work, work, for, work for everybody. Yeah, it I does have it to be, work for everybody. I have fantasies about having being in a thruple. I mean, I really do. Just because I think, 
How fabulous. I, I mean, I, like, you just want people to take turns with you. That's all. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's, that, no, that's, oh, that's in my afterglow period. <laughs> that would be, I would be the star. <laughs> we do have good friends who were in a thruple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And You're in a thruple. No, with your, we would, your puppy who's yes, here in the, yes, our yes. Puppy is yeah they have a bread adorable puppy we do have friends who are who were in a throuple and um, I think things went well for a while yes. and they were, they've been able to stay friends in the long term well which, you're saying that they the throuple has ended and they've been it. able to stay friends yes. with the third yeah, and I've seen yeah. others here in the city too that have done that as well and you know it just didn't work out but they're yeah and, and you know what I I, I have um Interesting enough, I, I do have a friend who um, shared with me because I had sort of seen something on social media, and I, you know, I put two and two together very quickly, and uh, he shared with me the uh, backlash that he actually got from family and friends. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. It's interesting enough. I mean, yeah, we haven't talked about yeah. that. I think this is a great yeah. topic for another it is, show. It's a great but, topic. Yeah, I'm just letting you know. We'll get more into throubles, but yeah. it is something to consider. I mean. You know, you're sharing. Yeah. Thank you um, about your relationship here. But you know, how do you or do you, aside from the show, share with people and certainly like family members? I mean, do you, you know? Do you ever I have mean, you ever had a discussion with them? Has it ever come up? No, no, open? no, no. Got it's it. none no, of their no. business. It's just, it's it is none of their business. business. Yeah. Again, the thing is, business. I hang out with Dirty you two, George and yeah. Scott, a lot, and. Yeah. Uh, I'm always laughing because you guys are together like so much. So there's not like really a lot of time that you know. In general, you guys no. are this loving. I, I want to be with George most of the time. I know, and I that's and that's God. exactly most and that's of the time. You most say. of the time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a, and that's, that's just the reality. Right. You guys are together so much and doing and so. But I'm curious, like you know. Have you ever had a discussion with anybody within family or no? No, or, no, yeah, no okay. Have not. Or no. certainly, this isn't come it, up in Hamptons conversations. No, but it's not come up with family either. I mean, to be honest, people don't think that way. You know, I mean, f- straight people who are married. You know, oh, George just got it together. Oh, George just got are married. That's all they think about. But forget about straight people. But that's, but, what about your but, Hamptons people? Again, that we were just it, talking it, about again the same thing. Is that no? I'm, I it's bet they're not, not talking talk, about. It. It's, no, they're not talked about. It's not that. talked about out it there. It is not talked about. Right, right. Not that we're encouraging either, but it's not talked about. Because we, we do have some friends out there we know who do yeah. who do have yeah um, open relationships. To what degree? We, we don't, don't know. know, but we know there are. We we do have yeah. some friends out there. We've who, heard and things like that, and I don't, I don't think they've ever. Actively shared. They've never shared with they us. They never shared. Okay, yes. We, 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 and that's nothing wrong. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. And maybe no. after this and podcast, they might want to. Yeah, and I agree. Well, maybe they want to come on the podcast and and you know talk specifically <laughs> and, and redefine <laughs> this Hamptons yes. mentality that we seem to think exists. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting because it, I don't. No one's. It's. It is no one's business what goes on no, in. True. In anyone's relationships, but, uh, and but again, too, you were talking about you know you were talking about George about backlash that people have gotten, you know, again that's none of their business, but it everyone is. seems to think it is. It is, yeah. The minute you make things public, and oh the yeah, you talk I agree. about them. I agree. You know, and through well, social not media, not something you can, you know, hide easily. Yeah. Being in an open relationship is, you know, you can kind of hide that, um, but you're still going to, you know, people do get backlash on that as well. So. And but. social media hasn't helped matters. I mean, you said you've put two and two together with George, with yeah. things you've seen on social media. I think um, 
people look at social media and then they make judgments on you know what's going on in different relationships and you know people you know, and, love- and and I will say that I, I will be the first to say that I have been judgmental on couples that I've known to have entered into throuples and just like uh, and have been judgmental and and I should apologize if that is the case but I I know I've caught myself going um, I'm being judgmental here. Yeah, right. I no, I mean... It's a natural tendency. It is a natural I'm tendency. It's a natural tendency, but you caught yourself and said, yeah. it's none of my business, and as long as they're happy. Yeah. People so. don't like it when you don't share certain things. Um, you know, they, I can remember long t- years ago in Los Angeles, I, um, there was a, a dear friend of mine, and then this, we had another friend, and me and the other friend started like dating, but it was very early on and we were just figuring it out and we re- realized we knew like a lot of the same people and we wanted to see if we even liked each other on that level and this third friend finally found out and was like pissed off that I didn't share it with them I said give me a break we were just figure we're yeah. trying to figure out before if is it even worth like you know is it worth pursuing yeah. yeah and and because of his reaction you know i was like well this is why i didn't share with you because <laughs> i feel like had i shared with you you probably would have had opinions about it and yeah. you know yeah i think i think a lot of our friends I, george correct me if i'm wrong a lot of our friends i think are judgmental okay you know they can be no you know what not saying are they can be they can be yeah. and so you know what George and I, what happens in our relationship is between George and I and maybe our few close friends. That we would share something like that with. Yeah. Yeah. You two are in charge of your relationship. I agree. Nobody else. You know, and that's it. And it's the same thing with any relationship. It's just the two people, or occasionally third, that's in the relationship. Those are the people that are in charge of it. And everybody else... Shut the fuck up. Right. Exactly. Well said on that now. And I would just add and know that within those relationships, evolution happens. So even if it you does. see people and you say, well, I thought they only do this, it's like, well, things, things change, change and you don't know that they haven't communicated that. Yeah. And People um, who are, you know, straight couples, married for 30 years and suddenly, ah, I want a divorce. Right. You know, they just didn't, they don't, they don't click anymore. You know, okay, yeah. fine. You know, it's the same type of thing. People evolve, relationships evolve. Mm. You know, sometimes they evolve together, sometimes they don't. So, well, I love it. I love it. Um, this has been enlightening, and I love that we kind of dived into this a little bit. Uh, I just want to remind people the play is called Afterglow. It's at the Davenport Theater. It's an off-Broadway play playing through mid-August. Check your listings um, on that. I want to thank my special guests today, George and Scott. Thank you so much for being open. Yeah, about. we had fun. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. It's, it's, I think you um, helped you know, make it real and, and the different... For, for, I, I hope I did. I, I hope I... Well, George, you did, definitely yeah. did. No, yeah, absolutely. You're the quiet one of the couple, I can see. <laughs> yes. Exactly. No opinions here. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Steve Carpenter, as always, it's been a pleasure. It's been sweetie fun. darling. It's been fun. Sweetie, sweetie. Sweetie, sweetie, sweetie. <laughs> and don't forget to follow us um, at on social media. We are at Talk About Gay Sex. That's at Talk About Gay Sex on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And we will be back next week with a new episode. But in the meantime, continue having hot gay sex. Yes, because our listeners are the best at sex. They are. They, they are. are. <laughs> Please join us live for our live broadcast tomorrow. 
at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex, and join the conversation. Post your comments, whether you just want to simply like it or have a comment or a question for special guests or us, we want to hear from you. But if you're in New York, we hope to see you at Rebar and come for the pre-party at 7 p.m. where we will be having cocktails and all. For now, continue having hot gay sex.